Welcome everyone to the Brew Thoughts Podcast. This is German coming to you live from... No, I'm just kidding. This isn't live, but... Um, today we're going to talk about the NFL. We're going to talk about some boxing. Uh, we'll sprinkle some NBA at the at the end. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Let's, let's jump straight into it. Let's get to the NFL. And as we go into week 15 of the NFL season, that always feels like it, it takes forever to get here. But once it gets here, it comes and goes real fast. And, and so we're already at week 15. Uh, the playoffs are, are around the corner. And everything seems to be putting into, getting into shape in terms of Who's going to represent who? Who's going to make it to the to the playoffs? And and who's who's going to be eliminated? Um, there's also a lot of division things that need to be sorted out. And as we go into the last of the of the last three weeks of the of this season, um, we have a few. So. In terms of the AFC South, we got the Titans and, and the Colts both at nine and four, and it's going to be one of these. One of these teams will make it. I think both of these teams are are not that good. I think they're they're both even in terms of of talent. If we look at who each team has remaining on the schedule, uh, we'll look at the Titans first. And the Titans have the Lions, the Packers. So they are home for the Lions. They go to they go to the Packers, and then they end the season at the Texans, which is a pretty easy schedule where the they should be able to go at least two and one. Um, the 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 two lousy teams are playing in the Lions and the Texans uh, for a team that wants to make the playoffs. They they have to win those two games in order to to make it and if they're going to have any chance that they're going to have to they're going to have to pull that out the Colts on the other hand have the Texans they're home for the Texans they go to the Steelers and they are home for the Jags and so both teams should go 2 and 1 in in both of their matchups they split the 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 season series so yeah, I think it, 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 we would have some kind of tiebreaker there where the the team with the best divisional record will win and advance and will win the the division and, and we'll go from there as to who as far as the seeding goes and so that's one of those matchups where it's we're going to have to See throughout the the playoffs and throughout the regular season, we have in the NFC the the NFC East that all of a sudden is is now competitive and and we have now a a uh, these two teams now that are that are ready to uh, to be good. <laughs> They're finally good as the Giants are. Are really are frisky. I don't want to say they're really good, but their defense seems to be uh, for real. The Joe Judge, their coach, uh, seems to be like a, a, a hidden gem that they they were able to to get. 
when he first got hired, every there was nobody that was like, yeah, this is a great hire. This was one of those weird signings because this wasn't even a guy that was highly talked about on the Patriots staff. So when the Giants went in to get him, it wasn't, it, it, it was, wow, what a dumb move. Uh, then they got Jason Garrett, and, and the offense of the Giants has been pretty bad. Uh, they, they can't score. Their defense has been carrying them throughout the season. and So but so that's something to look at. There's currently, the Washington football team is leading six with a 6-7 and seven record. And the Giants are right there 5-8. and eight. Technically, the, the Eagles and the Cowboys are still in there with the the Eagles four eight and one, and the Cowboys at four and nine. Then we get um, in the West. Uh, you got the Rams. You got the Seahawks nine and four. Both uh, they, these two teams are are battling out to see who's gonna win the who's gonna win the the, the West. And in terms of the Rams already beat the Seahawks 23-16. And they are facing off next week in a big game. I think a game that might decide the the, the division as the Jets, the Rams play the Jets this week in a game where they they should win. And they they go to Seattle against a team that they have played very well over the years. And they end the season hosting the Cardinals, where Seattle has the Washington football team, which they're a rejuvenated bunch, and the Seahawks, as we have said before, that they're a very flawed team, a team that uh, isn't that good, but because of the history of the Seahawks with with Pete Carroll and, and Russell Wilson, we, we give them a lot of a lot of credit, so uh, and rightfully so. Uh, they deserve it, and then they they host the Rams, and and they end the season in uh, well Santa Clara or Arizona. Who knows where the Forty ers will be playing uh, in, in the last week? So that's kind of what to look for, and in terms of the in terms of the the, the conference and the wild card and and all that when we look at the what's what's coming we have uh KC and Pittsburgh in the AFC 1 2 then it's Buffalo and and Tennessee and that's the the division winners 1 2 3 4 and then you just have a a mess where you got Cleveland in the Colts the Dolphins the the Ravens who are now the surging Ravens again uh, and then I guess in the hunt you would have uh, the Raiders and, and and I guess we have to put New England in there. But everybody else is pretty much done. Denver's technically not eliminated yet, but they, they should be. Uh, they're not going to do anything. I think New England is safe to say that they'll be out. Uh, so for the last three playoff spots... Um, and even just, you know, as we looked at the division with the Tennessee, Tennessee right now is there, but that can easily flip flop. So uh, it's something to look for uh, as we head into the the Browns had a, a tough loss on Monday versus the Ravens that would have propelled them to a, a to, to a just, you know, they would have been 10 and four 
or 10 and 3. They would have been 10 and 3. Baltimore would have fallen to 7 and 6. It would have put Baltimore in a tough spot, but now Baltimore looks to be in, in okay shape. Um, so yeah, a lot of a lot of fun stuff to end the year as always in the AFC. In the NFC, we get uh, the Packers, the Saints, and both teams will flip flop. Uh, I'm sure uh, to end the year to see who will get the number one seed. You get the Rams, and you get the the Washington Football Team rounding up the the top four. And then you get a, it's complicated, but not really, because you get Seattle, you get Tampa Bay, and you get Arizona rounding up to the, the three. Tampa Bay and Arizona have, have not looked good over the last few weeks. You get Minnesota, who's still in the hunt, and you get the Bears, who I, they're not going to make it, but they're technically in the hunt. And and then everybody else, I think it's a long shot from the the from Detroit to the Giants and the Giants are in there just because they can get into the in the wall in the in the they could maybe win the division um and then my my beloved 49ers at five and eight I think uh I think it's over for us but we'll see (laughs) we'll see what happens and so as we approach week 15 uh the Things to look for, and as some of these games now become more about um, whether you're in the fantasy, fantasy. So I think a lot of these games are all watchable because of fantasy implications. One, two, uh, we tend to focus on on the teams that are making the playoffs, which makes a lot of sense. And and the third thing we're looking for is uh, you know the, the, who's going to end up with the number one pick. Right now, the Jets are. In prime position, they're 0 and 13. I, I think their fans are rooting for them to go 0 and and 16 because it, it secures them the, the number one overall pick, which would be classic Jets for them to to screw that up. But we have so let's look at a few games this week. Uh, we'll start with the 49ers and the Cowboys for no other reason than. Because I'm hosting this pod and I want to talk about the 49ers and the Cowboys. Uh, the 49ers are heading it. I think the Niners, with everything that they've been through this season, all the injuries, um, all the COVID stuff, uh, the the and recently where they had to move to and play their games in Arizona because the city of Santa Clara had shut everything down. I think that was the kiss of death. I think that was the last straw. I think this was a team, and, and Kyle Shanahan has shown this year that uh, he's not going to make excuses, and, and he's going to his guys are going to go out and play for him. And it's very clear that the 49ers play for Kyle Shanahan. Um, it's just been too much, and it's just been such a difficult year for them that I, I think the move to Arizona kind of sealed the deal. It was just too much playing in Arizona, those two games, uh, it just it just didn't have the same feel. Um, and now, some good news is is that George Kittle is, is his practice window was open today. Debo Samuel's out for the year, but I think it's smart for the 49ers to just shut him down. There's no need. There's no need to bring in George Kittle back this season. And and out of, uh, Debo is. Is such a tough guy that he's he's gonna try his best to come back, but I don't, I don't think it's worth it 
I think it's best to just play out, uh, try not to get any more injuries and, and heading to next season um, just with healthy but with a renewed sense of of, of, of just a, a freshness, you know, because this year was just was just the, the year from hell. So they're going to the Cowboys, who are okay. They're fine. I think Mike McCarthy is is very similar to to Garrett, Jason Garrett, the Clapper. Uh, but it is what it is. I, I think the Cowboys are have have enough weapons. I think the Cowboys should win this game because. The 49er defense has been pretty bad the last few weeks, um, and and the quarterback play for for the 49ers is just awful. So it should be maybe a fun game because both teams are bad. Um, but I, I think the Cowboys should be able to take care uh, of the 49ers this week. Uh, then we move on to the Bucks and the Falcons, and, and the Bucks need this game because. Because they just haven't looked good. The Falcons are our divisional team, our divisional rival, and they are a team that ever since they fired their coach, and this happens. You fire your coach, and you get like kind of like a little bump, and this is what's happened to to the to the book to the Falcons. So it's a dangerous game for the Bucks, and not a game that they should take it easy by any. By any stretch, and we get the the we'll mention the Thursday night game. The Raiders says the Raiders need this to stay in playoff uh, contention. The Raiders are a team that's very up and down, a team that doesn't. Um, they're very frustrating because they have a good team. They're just very inconsistent, but they need the the, the game on on Thursday versus the Chargers. Uh, if they if they're gonna have any chance of making it to the to the regular to the regular seat to the to the playoffs, and on Saturday uh, I got ahead of myself. I started with the Niners, but on Saturday we get the Bills and the Broncos, and again this is playoff implication. The Bills need this, and the Bills with the beating the the the. The Steelers, the Steelers now have two losses. If they keep winning, and the Steelers lose another one, and now there's a, and now you have two these two teams with equal records, the Bills would jump the, the Bills would jump the, the Steelers because of the, because of the of the tiebreaker. So that's another thing to look for now, as the Bills, if they keep winning, they can potentially go all the way up to. The second seed, and and if and, uh, they would need the Chiefs to completely fall off the next few weeks for them to go number one, but we don't, I don't see that happening. So then we get uh, the Packers and the Panthers, and the Packers. Uh, every win is is important because of the again the seeding. They they want the number one seed. They want any everybody to go through Lambeau. Uh, and, and because it just increases the opportunity to make it to the Super Bowl, even though uh, the 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 crowd isn't the same, and 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 home field advantage isn't the same this season because of no fans. But a team like the Packers, uh, they're able to not just count on the fans, but the weather. So going into Lambeau with people or no people will be def. It's definitely not something you want to do in January because it, the weather is just going to be terrible. So then we we move on to the Colts and the Texans. Uh, 
And the, the Texans, again, are, are bad. Deshaun Watson, I feel super bad for him. I, I, I wish there was a way he could leave, but it's not happening. But the Colts need this game, and they'll be looking at the Titans and the Lions game as well, as, as these are two teams that need the other one to lose in order to secure the division. Because you at least, uh, you're not going to get the, the, the bye, but at least you want to host one playoff game. And this is uh, what these two teams are playing for. We get the Do- Patriots and Dolphins, and, and the Dolphins playing this game to stay alive and, and to just stay at pace with everybody else. The, the Pats, I, I think it's too much to ask, but tech, I guess technically they're still in it. Um, and Patriots-Dolphins is always fun, so we'll see how that one turns out. We now we then get to the Seahawks and, and, and the Washington football team that I think has the potential to be one of the best games of the weekend. Um, I, I'm going. I'm not going to go over the Bears and Vikings just because I think that's that's just a game that that both teams are not good. Uh, I guess the Vikings can win, but. Uh, Neither team is making the playoffs. Um, so, Seattle, Washington, it's I think has the potential to be one of the best games of the of the season. Washington's front line is is, is significant. Is so so good, and Chase Young is is ridiculous. But I, I want to throw this in there because I know everyone is in love now with Chase Young, and, and we forget that Nick Bosa uh, is still roaming the earth. Let's not forget, uh, as great as Chase Young is, Nick Bosa was a different animal in his in his rookie year. Nick Bosa was better in his rookie year, and you can go look at all the numbers. Nick uh, Nick Bosa was just a beast, and, and he was just doing things and getting to the quarterback and, and creating things on defense uh, that Chase Young hasn't, at least not at the rate that Nick Bosa has. So let's just remember that. Then we get the Ravens and the Jaguars. The Ravens who coming off their cramp game or, or their crap game, depending on how you want to look at it, as Lamar Jackson pulled uh, Paul Pierce and went to the locker room, came back in time to, to lead the Ravens over a victory over the over the Browns. Um, and so they need the win. They're playing the, 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 the mighty Jaguars, so it should be a easy, fairly easy victory for the Ravens. Um, and then we get the the Rams, and, and we went over that as they need it for the for playoff implications, as the the Seahawks playing the Redskins, and, and it's going to be interesting to see um, just the dynamic because Seattle and some guys that jump back to the Seattle and in Washington game, Seattle. is tricky because their defense is not that good, but they can make plays. And their offensive line is garbage, but they have one of the best wide receivers and quarterbacks in the league. So when we talk about Seattle, even though, and again, I keep saying this, but even though they're flawed, doesn't mean they suck. It doesn't mean that they can't win. And so this team can can definitely put up points on anybody because DK Metcalf is is that kind of guy, that kind of player. So... uh, it's going to be a good one, but they'll be watching the Rams and Jets, and the Jets and Rams will be watching the Seahawks Seahawks game to see who who win who how that that one turns out. But the big matchup next week, Rams Seahawks, uh, and then you get the 
Eagles, Cardinals, uh, Jason Hurt, uh, Jalen Hurts, Jason Hurts, Jalen Hurts has taken over for Carson Wentz, and in doing that, uh, I think it's it's sealed Carson Wentz's uh, destiny in in Philadelphia. As I don't think he'll continue there much longer, uh, but we'll see. Uh, so it's a game that. The Eagles need in order to keep pace, uh, and they need the Giants to lose. They need the Washington football team to lose, and and the Cardinals need this to keep pace and to get into the wild card spot. At least I don't see them catching the the, Raven, the, the Rams nor the Seahawks. And then you get the 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 best game on paper, technically, uh, if Drew Brees was playing at least. Chiefs Saints, and this is a game between. Uh, the best team in football in the Kansas City Chiefs and the one of the most confusing teams in football in the New Orleans Saints with Taysom Hill. I don't get it. I don't get that experiment. Uh, shout out to my to to Isaac, my cousin, who's a, who's a who's a Saints fan, and I've told him I don't understand Sean Payton's love for him. I don't get it. I, I don't see it. I, I see those games and. I see a quarterback that is not good at being a quarterback. Uh, so we'll see how that one turns out. It should be a good one because uh, high-profile games in New Orleans, the whole thing. Um, I think if Drew Brees was playing, it, it'd be a, a, a more hype game. But we get Taysom Hill versus uh, Pat Mahomes, which doesn't really move the needle. And then we get the Browns and Giants Sunday night. Browns, Giants, uh, I think another one that has potential to be the best one of the week. And the Browns are playing better. Uh, they, they they finally have the right coach. Uh, Nick Chubb is doing good. And, and, and that dual head running game of Nick Chubb and, and Kareem Hunt is deadly for them. Um, Baker Mayfield isn't killing them because uh, they're not letting him kill them. Um, and that defense is okay. Is 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 okay. That uh, so this and they're going up against a Giants team that doesn't hurt themselves. Uh, we don't know when when their quarterback Daniel will come back, but we do know that Colt McCoy is starting. So Colt McCoy, the ageless Colt McCoy, and, and so we don't know when Daniel Daniel Jones is coming back. But Colt McCoy uh, is is. Might get the start, so shout out to Colt McCoy uh, in his Texas days. So we get now this uh, this matchup against these two teams that uh, it should be fun. It should be a very scrappy game where the Giants bring in a good defense, solid running game against the Browns team that brings similar things, um, and it should just be a very physical game. So if you like physical football, uh, Sunday night NBC five twenty p.m. Tune in. Uh, and then Monday night, Steelers, Bengals. The Bengals, who I think have just done a terrible job of keeping the main thing, <laughs> keeping the, the most important thing, the main thing, and I was keeping um, Joe Burrow healthy. That was your only job. I, I think the coach is, I know he just got hired, but I, don't, I think the guy's terrible. Uh, you had one job, protect protect your quarterback at all costs and, and they couldn't do that so um the Steelers should get back on track with this win uh they've been struggling but this should definitely help them uh in their in their move back uh but we'll see 
we'll see how that goes. So that's the NFL um, in terms of what we're what to watch for and and all of that. Uh, what we let's talk about boxing now. Uh, we'll start with Gennady Golovkin. He fights against um, Camille Zerameta. And so it should be a a fun fight because Golovkin at least provides fun fights and, and, and that's one of those things that we look for. Uh, they're fighting at 160 uh, and Zeremeta, who's 21 and0, he's only five knockouts. he doesn't have a lot of power. and so, and so he hasn't obviously fought a guy like Golovkin. Uh, and Golovkin, you know, with forty wins, thirty-five KOs, uh, uh, he's so you know Golovkin's a household name now, and Symmetra is is not. So it's, it's going to be on the on the zone, and they're fighting in Florida, which uh, interesting that. They didn't. They didn't take this to to Vegas or something. And this is a fight that Golovkin. You know, it's kind of like a tune-up fight, but it's a glorified tune-up fight because Symmetra is a little better than that. Um, but it, he should be able to take care of business. Um, Symmetra has a lot of obviously. He's a proud, and he's and he's you know he's going in there to win, and you know he's saying all the right things. Um, and so he he said in an interview that he wants this win for Poland and for his family. Um, and so he says that he's there to replace Triple G. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, Golovkin is seven years older than him. Um, he's taller. And I think he has a reach advantage as well. So uh, it's going to take a lot for Symmetra to go in there with no power. To keep Golovkin off, which is the the one of the biggest obstacles when you're fighting Gennady Golovkin, is can you keep him off of you? And the only way you can, you're going to keep Gennady off of you is if you make him respect your power. And we've seen Golovkin in the past when he doesn't respect someone's power, he's just going to walk it. He's just going to walk through those punches you're throwing, and he's gonna he's just going to go in for the kill. So. As we, as we watch the, as we watch the, the fight on on Friday, uh, just just keep that just keep that in mind as as you're as you're watching that, um, the lack of power on Symmetra. Can he do something to 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 stave off and keep Golovkin off of him? Because if he doesn't, uh, it's going to be a very short fight. Um, we'll jump to the main one. To well, not the main one. The big fight on Saturday: Canelo Alvarez, the return of the pound for pound king on the zone, and he's fighting against Callum Smith at 168 for the titles. And so this is um, a fight that is going to present a lot of challenges. So we'll look at Callum. So Callum Smith, Callum Smith, undefeated fighter, and he's going to be taller than, than Canelo, and, and Canelo's kind of useless, right? So his reach will be, 
will be will be an advantage for him as well. Um, he has a lot of ex- he's going in against a Kevin Smith that has a lot of experience, um, and a guy who has power, a guy who can keep Canelo off of him because he is long and lanky and knows how to use his his length to keep fighters off, and and he and he has enough power to 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 keep. Can, to keep fighters at bay, Canelo obviously is going in there as a, as a as a pound for pound fighter in the world. Number one, uh, I don't care what ESPN says. Uh, Carl, uh, Crawford is not it. Uh, he's number two or three, but he's not number one. Anyway, Canelo is going in there after his last fight being against against Sergey Kovalev. Canelo. Um, has obviously uh, he's he has more skill. Canelo has more uh, championship pedigree than Calvin Smith, but the physical stuff matters. We have to look at it, even though we think Canelo should win. We have to look at the the physical stuff. So Canelo's going to have to get in there, much like he did with with Sergey Kovalev, where he had to be willing to eat punches to get inside. He had to cut the ring off and use his footwork. And so Canelo has one of those, has enough ability for him to, to get in there. Um, and so his combination is going to be important. Um, and one of the things that Smith is, Smith is not big. So uh, Smith struggled in his last fight versus John Ryder uh, at times. I don't want to say he struggled the whole fight at times because Ryder was able to get in close and 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 and, and kind of move the the move in and get punches. So Canelo's going to definitely be able to do that. He's one of the best to do that. Um, and as he does that, it's going to be one of those things where Canelo will be able to get in and open uh, Smith up. Um, I think it's going to be very competitive, and I think it's going to be one of those fights that. Um, as the fight goes on, the better Canelo will look. His experience will come up more. Um, and I think it's one of those um, things that Canelo should win because Canelo overall, I think it's this is a classic, the, the, the class will rise to the top. And Canelo's, Canelo's skill, Canelo, Canelo's ability to, to uh, control the fight, and Canelo's ability to 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 get inside and, and counter punch will definitely be a big reason why he wins this fight. So that's on Saturday night from Texas. So that's that should be a good one. We'll have a post fight podcast to, talking about the Golovkin fight on Friday, talking about the Canelo fight on Saturday. We'll have one of these pods uh, going up on Saturday or Sunday. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. Um, so let's do some NBA. James Harden is the new guy who's who's upset. He wants to leave his team. Um, and we kind of get this every year now. Uh, every year is, uh, is the, the question is which superstar is upset now. So uh, this time it's James Harden. He looks out of shape. Um, but maybe is the angle. One of the things we've learned about... Um, these photos is that sometimes uh, someone takes a picture and they look bigger than what they are or smaller 
And so I think maybe it was just the angle, the picture I saw of James Harden, though. He, he looked pretty uh, pudgy. So, um, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. But I think, look, I think if you're the Rockets, you have to just tell them, hey, you know what? Suck it up. You signed your contract. We're not going to trade you. And we're not going to be forced into trading you for Karis LeVert or randomness. I think if they are going to trade him, they should trade him to Philly. Because I think if Philly's willing to give up Ben Simmons straight up, that's a trade that um, should happen. Uh, but also, Daryl Morey was the ex-GM of the Rockets, so I'm sure there's some pride there that the Rockets don't just want to give Daryl Morey uh, James Harden. And it should be one of these moves that happens because of basketball reasons and not because of personal reasons. Uh, James Harden is a very talented player, but a player that I don't think you could win a title with, and we've seen it over and over again. Um, maybe in a system with Doc Rivers and other guys, maybe he can. I don't I don't see it, personally. And if I'm Philly, I'd keep Ben Simmons. I, I'd trade... Uh, Joel Embiid, but obviously Joel Embiid, uh, I think, but, but I think Harden and, and, and Simmons can work together because Harden likes to obviously dribble and control the ball, but Ben Simmons likes to cut and all that. I think it's just a conversation that needs to happen with James Harden. That won't happen, but should happen because James Harden needs to understand that he is, he, he needs to change the way he plays if he wants to win a title. Do you want to, you know, but it's not going to happen, obviously, because he is who he is. He, he's been successful up until this point. So who's to tell him who who is he going to take it from that? Yeah, you know what? I should change the way I play because uh, whatever. And I think he, he can say, well, I haven't won a title because of X, Y and Z, where I think it's such a terrible thing because he can't look in the mirror and say, man, maybe I'm the problem. So that's one of the things we're looking out for. The season starts next week and it's going to be exciting times as as basketball starts on Tuesday. Then we get the big uh, Christmas Day games. Uh, so we're super excited for that. We'll have some pod on the NBA next week um, detailing all the, the the stuff that's happening. And, and as the NBA is back, we're excited for it. Uh, baseball has said that there might be a delay, so we'll see what goes on there. Um, but, yeah, so we're busy here, as always. Uh, Sunday we'll, we'll, ha- we'll have another pod. Um, we're working on that. So Sunday we'll have a pod. Listen to our Pod on for last Sunday where we talked about the this the soft generation uh, that doesn't know how to lose and keep an eye out for all our content on on uh, Instagram. You can follow us at brutthoughts.podcast and you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. We have a YouTube channel now, the Brute Thoughts Podcast, and you can subscribe and you can watch all our coffee videos there. And we'll have a we'll have one posted uh, sometime this week with uh, David making coffee. So I'm excited for that one. See what he makes. So this has been German for the Brute Thoughts Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you next time. Drink better.